title tonight, I don't know how long I'll be speaking, got a headache tonight, so we'll go till I feel like I can't go. Uh, set the standard. If you've got your Bibles, go to Daniel. You say, well, where is Daniel? Just past the cle- Ezekiel. You say, where's Ezekiel? Just past Jeremiah. Where's Jeremiah? Just past Isaiah. Where's Isaiah? Just past, just past. So it's kind of in the, about right there if you measure. But go to Daniel chapter 1. I like the book of Daniel. I want to be talking to you tonight about walking in the spirit of excellence and integrity. I think it's, it's something that we're losing as a nation, losing as a people. The area of just walking in what you've got and walking in who you are and walking in what you're supposed to walk in. You know, it used to be, it used to be you could shake somebody's hand over something and that was final. The decision was made and it would be carried out. But now, that's just a thing of the past. But it's not supposed to be. And I want to talk about that a little bit today. But Daniel was an interesting, it's an interesting story. You know, the book of Daniel is not real long. Nine, ten chapters? Something like that? Twelve chapters? Twelve chapters. But only nine verses in the twelfth chapter. So, I mean, it's not very many pages. But if you read it slow and really pay attention to what's going on, it's, it's really, it's really good. But Daniel got, uh, whenever they, when Nebuchadnezzar come against Judah, he did it, I think, I think six different times he come against them. But one time he, he took some of the teenagers. And Daniel is one of the teenagers that, that was taken uh, away from their country. Could you imagine as a teenager somebody coming through town and picking you up and taking you to be a slave in another country? How horrifying that would be and how that could change everything in your, in your mindset. But Daniel's an interesting story because Daniel, in, verse, in, verse one, in chapter 1, verse 8, it says, But Daniel purposed in his heart that he would not defile himself with the portion of the king's delicacies, nor with, or with the wine which he drank. Therefore he requested the chief and the eunuchs that he might not defile himself. Well, what happened was... The king wanted to change everything about them. Not only did his name get changed, Daniel, Daniel, Daniel's name stands for God is my judge. And they changed his name to Belteshazzar, which means Baal protect me, which is a demon spirit that they believed in. Well, all of all of the, the group of four, there was a group of four, had all their names changed, but also their education and everything changed so they would be more like the Babylonians. That was the goal. We want you to become what we are. And in that, they even said, and we want you to eat like the king eats, but it went against the Jewish customs of what Daniel had. Daniel was a Jew, and they couldn't eat some of the things that was on the list of things they were going to be eating. So think about the decision he had to make as a teenage boy. He had to say no to the king. I don't want to eat what you eat. As a matter of fact, the, the, 
soldier, basically, that was over him, below the king, was afraid of his life because he wouldn't do this. So he petitioned to him and said, you feed me what I want to eat, what we are normally eating. You feed me what I'm supposed to have for just 10 days, and I'll guarantee you, you'll see the difference. But think about you got took out of your country, you're a teenager, you're young, your name gets changed, your customs gets changed, your education gets changed, and now you're picked out to be with the king, but he wants you to eat like him. And, and this young man, Daniel, had the guts to say, no, that's not what I believe, that's not what I'm going to do. Could you imagine standing with that much integrity in your life every day today? It wouldn't happen. Look at the politicians we've got. They change according to. That's no different than we've got an election coming up the 22nd. I mean, in 2022, all the rules that we've had now are already starting to change. The masks are leaving. The, the mandates are leaving. That's all going to change so people will be happy so they'll vote for them. Excellence is gone. But Daniel stood his ground, and it didn't just stop there. It, it, it went on, and, and I'll share a little bit as this. Over in 514... In the same book, the word had got out. The word had got out how, how strong a spirit was on him. And the scripture I pulled out says, in 14, it says, I have heard of you that the spirit of God is in you and that, that the light and understanding and excellent wisdom are found in you. Well, what happened is... The king had heard this, and the king had had, literally had, the Lord wrote on his plaster wall a message to him. Number one, could you imagine, if he was going to the king, and the king says, I want you to read that message, could you imagine God writing on the wall in your house to start with? But could you imagine the fear that was on Daniel when he looked at that message, and he knew what it said? And he, he knew that it was going to condemn the king. You've got to be walking in the right spirit to do this. You've got to be so bold that you'll do whatever God tells you to do. Interesting thing. And the message he brought forth to him was the same thing Nebuchadnezzar did. You've seen it, talking to this king. You've seen it, and you knew it was wrong, but yet you're going to go ahead and you're living like he lived. And the message to him was, your reign is going to end. Well, the interesting part about that, the reign ended that night. That's how quick it hit. And then the next king took over. This all is from a man that, that is walking in a spirit of excellence. And then the next king took over, and the same situation was coming up. And he got so... the. The group that was with Daniel got so jealous of Daniel being lifted up all the time, lifted up because of his excellence, that you all know the story about this. They set it up, so they said to the king, we want you to make a decree that if anybody prays to anybody but you, king, that they'll get thrown into the lion's den. And you all know the story. He, he's a man of excellence. And they knew Daniel would do it. They had never found him to be anything but honest. As a matter of fact, his reign as a politician, you might call it, was so perfect that they couldn't find anything against him, so they went to his religion. And the interesting part about it is, and that's, this is in 6.3, 
it says, then, Dan, then, then this Daniel distinguished himself above the governors and the satraps because of the excellent spirit was in him, and the king gave thought of setting him over the whole realm. They were so jealous of him that the king here even thought he should be and did move him up in rank. But my point I want to bring up in this is, Daniel had an excellent spirit, but Daniel was bold enough to walk in that spirit that Daniel had. You have got the same thing even more than Daniel had. I'm, every time I read this story, I'm just amazed that he would have the, the guts to stand the ground. He didn't have to, folks. We don't have to stand in what's inside of us. But yet, how many times do we allow the things that we say not line up with really what's going on? Now, follow me. How many times have you... How many times have you stretched the imagination of your story? How many times have you been in a place where if you tell the whole truth, then they won't think right of you? How many times, and I could go on, and I could go on, and I could go on, and I could go on. And we're all guilty at some time in our life. But my goal is to share with you that we don't have to be. And we're better off to stand our ground in what God spoke in our heart and stand in that spirit of excellence and stand in that spirit, that spirit of integrity in everything that we do. Because every time you don't tell the whole truth, it's going to bite you. Every time. And you all know that if you lie, then you have to remember the lie. Because next time something comes up, you've got to know the lie that you told. Where if you always speak the truth, and like, like Daniel, he knew what he felt about eating the wrong food. So Daniel just chose, no, I, this is how I was raised. This is, my, this is what's inside of me. This is no matter if I live or die. This is what I'm going to do. Right down to being thrown in with the lions and trusting God that the lions would not affect him. The lions were all put asleep. He just had a comfortable bed for the night. But, but he had to step out. I mean, when he made the decision not to eat the food, he had to step out with what he had to say before God really showed up and did it for him. That's faith. But that's where we've got to be with everything we do in our life. We've got to live in a spirit of excellence and recognize that God's going to take care of us. It, it's just really an issue of integrity. You know, the, the, very, the very spirit of excellence that God had, that Jesus had, he placed in you and I. You know, at 2 Corinthians 1, 21 22, it says, God has anointed us. Well, if God has anointed us, then he has placed that spirit inside of us. In 1 John 2, 27, it says, the anointing abides in you. So you can't, and you all know this, and you can't deny this, but see, Daniel knew this as a young man. And he lived his whole life standing in what he believed. We've got to get so locked in in these closing days that whatever is settled in us, we've got to know that it's settled in us, and nothing will change what we believe. Because we're getting in those days where you're going to, be, you're going to have that choice. What do you believe? I mean, we're, we're very favored in the country we live in. But you go to other countries, they're dying now because of what they believe. You believe in Christ, bam, it's over. 
We've got missionaries in Turkey right now that live on the edge all of the time because they're in a country where they could lose their life immediately for what they believe. But see, we've got to get, in America, we've got to get to that place where nothing, nothing will change what we've really settled in our hearts. Sometimes I, I think, well, some of the teenagers now are, are living a life they don't even want because of the peer pressure. They're doing things they don't really want to do, but yet it's because of the peer pressure. It's because they really haven't made a decision, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to live this way. I'm not going to. I'm not. You have to make that choice of excellence like Daniel did, or you won't make it when the pressure gets on. Because you'll be afraid what everybody else says, what everybody else does. You'll be, you'll be afraid of what everybody else, instead of believing what God did for you and knowing that God's going to take care of you. He's there. See, God, God is excellent. You won't, you won't find anything, anything but excellent. In, 150, in, in Psalms 150 verse 2, it says, Praise him for all his mighty acts. Praise him according to his excellent greatness. He's excellent. And when you know he's excellent, and then you know that excellence in you, and then when you know when you learn how to live and how to walk and how to talk and how to speak and how to do, you recognize that walking in that excellent thing is like living for him. It, it, it's Isaiah 12, 5, sing to the Lord, for he has done excellent things. Well, that's because everything he does is excellent. Everything from above is good, it tells us. It, you know, he, he placed every bit of that in man. Uh, John 14, 12 says, greater works than I will you do. I love that scripture. Now, he's not talking about the whole mass. He's talking about you. Why? Because you're excellent. Why? Because you have an excellent spirit in you. Why? Because he's done that for you so you can do more things. He's accomplished in you more than you could have imagined. Second Peter 2 4 says, we have been given his divine nature. Well, if he's given me my divine nature, then I've got that same excellent spirit walking in me like Dan better than Daniel had. Daniel made a choice. We've got to learn to make a choice. 2 Corinthians 5.17, this is probably my favorite scripture. I am a new creature in Christ. Old things have passed away. My past, as of this moment, everything while ago is gone. I can't go back to that. Things that I said earlier today, I can't go back and fix those if I have to. So I've got to come to that place of walking. I, mean, I can just imagine Daniel hearing this decree that he can't bow down to anybody but the king and thinking, what are you talking about? I'm not going to close my window. That's where they seen him, through the window. I'm not going to put the sh shutters and pull the curtains down. I'm going to do what I have done every day since I've been here. I'm going to pray to the one that I love and the one that I respect and the one that I trust. I know, I know, I know, I know he's got me, and he did. He's our only foundation, folks. He's our only foundation. He's it. Ephesians 2.20, Jesus Christ, the chief cornerstone. I love to always explain what the cornerstone is. When you build a building, there's some place that you start. You don't just 
throw a foundation up and hope that it's level. You have a corner that you measure and you place a marker there and from that point everything comes level off of that. Jesus Christ is that level. If we can learn to just live from that level in all of our decisions, it doesn't matter what it is. This is where I'm starting. When they built this building, it was that corner right over there. I remember when they set up the transit and they shot from that corner and they went to that corner, went to that corner, went to that corner, set up the farms for the concrete and poured it and the building is level. If they would have just not had a corner to start at and they just would have started setting farms up, could you imagine the chaos it would have took? Well, that's how people are living today. They don't have a, they don't have a, they don't have that, that starting point. And that's what's happening in our schools now. You know, it used to be that the worst thing that happens is you stuck gum in the girl's hair in front of you. Now, now there's no, now they, now you, the little preschool the kids have up the road here, they, they, have, they can't even walk in single file now because somebody's in the back and somebody's in the front. So you're all just a group mob because nobody wants to be. There's no foundation of anything that goes on. Why? Because the government hasn't got the foundation. That's because God got took out of school. And how do you say, that's not right? Well, what do you mean it's not right? It's what I want to do. Well, it, don't go by what you want to do. It goes by what he has established for us. Now, we're not under law, but we're under law. There are rules you have to go by. It's no different than you have to have rules in a surrounding like this. If anybody and everybody does what they want, there's no excellence in anything that goes on. There has to be an excellence that we have to follow. And we've got to recognize he gives example after example after example of the excellence in the Bible. And Daniel was just the first one that he throwed up. What's interesting about Daniel, when you read into Daniel, he gets into prophecy then of things to come. And you can depend on those prophecies because he was a man of excellence from the very beginning. So when he had something to say, you could listen to it. You could believe it. It's like our word used to be, yes, I'll be there at 7, and you're there at 7. Now it's just whenever you want to be there, you be there. It don't work that way. It can't work that way. It'll never work that way. But it's a standard you want to live by. See, your words and actions have to be excellent. Our speech has to be excellent. Why? Well, because the Bible tells us in Ephesians 4.29, if it doesn't bring grace, don't speak it. Then that means... Anything and everything that, and man, do we mess up with this one. Anything and everything that I would say, if it was excellent, it would bring grace. It wouldn't be misunderstood because it would bring grace. So everything, when you think about it, it it's, sometimes it's a very difficult thing. And then, and then our attitude also has to be excellent because you know why? Because your attitude reflects your excellence and integrity. We have to walk like Daniel did. We have to think, of, think about his story and his life and, and what took place with him. He got taken away from his family, and then he was judged immediately, and this is the way you're going to live. And he said, that's not the way I was raised, 
and the God that loves me and the God that's in me will take care of me and this is the way I'm going to live. In the crowd you're in. No, I'm not saying that. I'm not doing that because this is the way I'm going to live. This is the way I'm going to be. The excellence, it, it, it's, it's, it, 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 let me say it this way. It's work. It's, it's being committed to what you believe. It's being committed to something. And that's another word that's lost now. Commitment. Who's committed to anything? Well, you would be if you was like Daniel. You would be if you walked in excellence. See, but the problem is, we got give a free will from the very get-go. When, when the Lord made all of us, we was given a free will. He was given Adam and Eve a free will. And in that free will... You can make right choices or you can make wrong choices. Well, Adam and Eve messed it up where we learned wrong choices. So now we've got this thing, which is best for us. And we can choose our words and we can choose our action. But see, choosing like Daniel is a better way to live in everything, in everything you do. I don't care what it is in everything you do if you choose to do that. Uh, people that are disciplined uh, have made choices to, to live that way. People that, people that, like the crew, like Brad in that age, this, that age of, of young people that work out and do weights and, and exercise. For me, that's very difficult. I would have to make myself do it and I would have to, it would be, a, it would be, it would be a struggle to do that. But still, I know that would be better for me. Well, living according to this word is the same thing. I've got to make a choice. Do I want to live this way and live like Daniel and live with excellence and live with integrity and never lie and never stretch a truth and never, never, never say something about somebody just because I don't like them and never live according to what the way Daniel lived. Live, live according to the way we're supposed to live. Choose our attitude. You know, that's, that's something I, that amazes me. We can get up in the morning and we, be, we can be grouchy, we can complain, we can be a bummer all day, or we can choose to have right. What's, what's an excellent spirit do? An excellent spirit just gets up, accepts the day you got, walks the best you can, does the best you can, chooses to have a good attitude. Isn't it more fun to be around those kind of people? Come on. Give me a comment out there. We choose to forgive. You say, well, I don't want to forgive. No. <laughs> you have to forgive. When you learn what happens when you don't forgive, why would you choose not to forgive? He gives you example after example. You have to forgive. Well, why do you have to forgive? Well, because you'll live a miserable life when you don't, and everything he wants you to do is for better. His, his guidelines are for us to grow up and be strong and be healthy and be wealthy and be wise, and, and the list goes on and on. His, his choice is for us to live a better life. But if we don't do, then we're not making an excellent choice. We're not living where we should be. We're not living in that integrity. I can choose to lie or I can choose to tell the truth. I can choose to accept the circumstances of my truth. Sometimes you don't want to tell the truth, but the truth is the only one that's going to survive for you. I can choose to walk in excellence or I can choose not to. But our best route is to walk in excellence. In the Passion Translation, 
In Colossians 3, verse 1 and 2, I want to read this. Listen to what it says. It says, Christ's resurrection in Christ's resurrection is your resurrection too. This is why we are to yearn for all that is above, for that's where Christ sets a throne at a place of all power and honor and authority. Yes, feast on all the treasures of the heaven feast on all the treasures of the heavenly realm. And fill your thoughts with the heavenly realities and not with the distractions of the natural realm. Daniel was sent to school, had his name changed, had everything in his life changed to try to get him to live in the world of the Babylons and accept their ways. He chose not to. Where in the world is falling apart? We've got to choose not to. We're a part of the world. There's no, I mean, to go hide in the closet would be a dumb thing to do because we're here for a reason. But we've got to recognize we can't allow the influences around us to change who we're really supposed to be. And we've got to walk in this excellence that God has placed in us. Is it easy? No, it's, it, it's not, it's not going to be easy. But we can make the choice. And when we see things like the way Daniel lived and he makes the choice against all odds. I mean, the first thing he went against, he could have been killed immediately. The king could have said, that's it, get rid of that one. But he trusted the one that's above. We've got to come to that place of trusting the ones. We've got to allow ourselves to be transformed by the renewing of our mind. So that we can stand our ground and walk in that integrity that God wants us to walk in. Philippians 1, 6, it says, I am confident of this very thing, that he who began a good work in you will perfect it until the day of Christ Jesus. I know that I know that I know that scripture is for all of us. And every time things don't seem to be going like you want them to go, all you got to do is say, now wait a minute, I know that he's going to finish the work that he started. I've just got to start walking in that spirit of excellence that God give me and trust that he's got me and take care of me. Father, we thank you. You have dropped in us a spirit of excellence. You have put something in us that there's no way anybody could have else possibly done it. We can't do it on our own. We can't be good enough. We can't. There's nothing there can happen in us, Father. We always will tend to fall apart and fail. But we know if we walk in your word and trust in you, Lord, everything is going to come out in the right side. Your work is going to be finished in our lives, Father. And we give you the praise tonight, and we thank you for that, Father. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. you got about 15 or 20 minutes to visit, folks. If you want prayer for anything, I will be up here. And otherwise, visit with everybody for a while before the kids get out.